Hey girl, hey, and welcome back to Your Gift is in Your Healing, the podcast with me, Latreya, the Life Coach. Not only am I the host of this amazing podcast, I am also the creator of Your Gift is in Your Healing, a space that I created to help women learn to make themselves a priority through journaling, meditation, and other self-care tools. Each episode, I bring you topics around self-care, healing, and trauma recovery with a few current events thrown in. So be sure to subscribe and most importantly, share to those members of your tribe who you think will benefit from an amazing podcast. Now, you all be blessed and let's get into this week's episode. Hey girl, hey, hey girl, hey, and welcome back to the podcast. It's me, your host, Latreya, the Life Coach. Uh, thank you guys for joining me on this um, this week's episode. I know it's been a while. But if you think back to the beginning of the year, I told you that I would not be putting out content content that I did not feel um, in my spirit and in my heart. So this week's episode is definitely a spirit and love felt episode. Um, It is aptly titled an energized refresh. Spring is here, y'all. Spring is here and spring is the season of bloom. Spring is the time where we um, refresh and renew our spirits, um, our mind spaces, our physical spaces. Um, The temperature is getting warmer outside, so more people are getting outside, moving around, self-included. More people are... um, reflecting um on the on the intentions that they set in the beginning of the year they put they planted those seeds and and this this going into this now second quarter of the year um, we're starting to see the fruits of those seeds starting to bloom um but i'm not here to talk about horticulture <laughs> i am here to talk about um my past weekend y'all um let me before i get started before i delve into that uh, let me give you this uh, after affirmation for um, for this week's episode. And you know, this uh, affirmation is coming from my Beauty from Affirmations. I mean, Beauty from Ashes affirmation deck. Um, and it is actually a fill in the blank. I honor my feelings and today I feel fill in the blank. I honor my feelings and today I feel blank. So fill in the blank um, and and add this uh, affirmation to your your day, your week, your month. Remember to always stay checked in with yourself, with your emotions, and most importantly, when those emotions, whether they are filled with joy or sorrow, grace, gratitude, or pain, allow those emotions to come to the surface and deal with those emotions. Um, those painful emotions don't sit on them though. Don't pack your bags and stay there. Um, when those uh, pained emotions come up, let them. You're a human and you're having a human experience, so allow yourself to feel. Um, but don't unpack your bags and live there. Let the feelings come. Um, embrace the feeling. Um, and then relate to what that feeling is is telling you and then release that feeling. We don't want to sit in places of hurt and pain um, because that's not helpful on our healing journey. So remember, remember to honor your feelings and allow yourself to feel. So back to um, my excursion to North Carolina. So um, this is how God moves. This is how God works. So early last week, I mentioned to my wife that, you know, I wanted to sit and talk to my mom and I wanted to have a conversation with my mom because 
you know, I don't know, you know, how my mom grew up as a kid. Like she told me certain things, but I don't know what my mom's favorite color was as a child. I didn't know what my mom's favorite ice cream was as a kid. So things like that. I was like, my kids know these things about me, but I don't know any of this stuff about my mom. I want to sit and talk and have a conversation with her just about her life as a kid. And maybe hopefully that would give me insight on some of the things that I experienced with her growing up as her child and then also experiencing her as an adult. Y'all, this is how God moves. My mom had surgery on her eyes last Thursday. I knew the surgery was coming up, but my mom was like, the surgery's not that serious. I'll be fine. My younger sister went down on Wednesday, stayed with my mom on Thursday when she had the surgery. And then Friday, my sister is like, mom needs somebody to come down here to help her. I have to go back home, understandably so. Um, and so I volunteered as tribute <laughs> and I drove to my mom's house um, to help her recover from her surgery, um, make sure she got her medicine and just be there with her. Um, as you all know, my dad passed away some years ago, back in 2009. And so I went down just to make sure she was okay. Um, and this is the first time that I can remember. No, this is probably the first and only time I have ever driven to North Carolina by myself with no children, um, no spouse, no nieces, no nephew, um, no friends, and actually stayed with my mom with no one else there, just us. Um, and so the ride was therapeutic in and of itself because I'd taken that ride to 95. <laughs> I can do that ride with my eyes closed. Um, I've taken that ride so many times, but actually taking that ride by myself and being able to reflect on memories and think back of when my dad used to drive us down there for the family reunion was therapeutic and just listening to music and just taking in the sights and seeing how everything changed. Um, and then I got really excited once I crossed that North Carolina border and I was trying to take a picture, but somebody was on my butt going across the border. So I may have gone across the state line. So I wasn't able to take a picture, but just taking that drive was just a wonderful feeling for me. Um, and then I got to my mom's house and y'all, I haven't seen my mother in person in two years two years. So that was the first time I got to hug my mom in two years. So I'm getting choked up now thinking about it. The pandemic has separated so many people, but two years, I'm so grateful that in that two years, um, she's okay. And grateful in those two years that I'm okay. And I was able to be there for her. So I get there and you know, she's talking about my weight loss and we're just laughing and my sister and her husband are there and then eventually they leave. And um, I'm like, I'm hungry. Um, I found my way to a crab boil spot because y'all know how I feel about my seafood. Um, went to this crab boil spot and just sat and ate and watched the game and just, you know, just sat and thought about stuff like, wow, I remember this area. I remember being here as a child. I remember coming here in the summers with my cousin and, and, and shopping and um, my sister and my other cousin Jamal going to the bookstore. We called them the bookworm twins, but they would go to the bookstore there. And um, when I left, I found a natural food store and just looking at the area, I called my wife and I was like, wow, 
I'm home. Like being here, seeing this city through a different set of eyes. Because let me tell you, years ago, I despised North Carolina. I dreaded going to North Carolina. If somebody said we had to go to North Carolina, I'm like, yeah, I'm opting out of that that ride. I don't want to go. I just had, I was so disconnected from that city. I was so disconnected from that state. Um, and so, but this time looking at it through eyes of a woman that is on a journey of healing, um, eyes of a woman who has a story to tell, um, I had to look at it from a different set of eyes. Um, and so after I left my crab oil and I went to the, um, uh, uh food place, the, um, why is this name escaping me? The health food store. Um, it's actually called Remedy This. So if you are in North Carolina in Rocky Mount or Tarboro, um, please stop by Remedy This. Um, it is a natural food store on Benvenue Road. I might be mistaken, but yeah, I think it's Benvenue Road. Um, the smoothies were delicious. They have a great array of um, health food items. But yeah, um, this is not an ad for them, but it was a great store. And I just want to give them a shout out. But nonetheless, after I left, I said, you know what? I want to take a ride. I want to take a ride and I want to go to Princeville. Um, and Princeville, if you do not know, um, is the oldest. Um, it was originally called Freedom Hill. And it's the oldest town in the United States incorporated by freed slaves. It was incorporated in 1885. So they have their homecoming coming up um, this year, August 2022. Um, Princeville will officially be 137 years into their incorporation. Um, I lived there as a teenager or as a preteen. I think I was in middle school, like the last couple of years of, of elementary school going into middle school. Um, I lived there in, in Princeville in a section called Southern Terrace. Um, and I drove there, y'all. And just driving down that road, I was like, yep, I remember that store right there. Um, yep, I remember we used to catch the bus right here. Yep, my Aunt Nora's house used to sit right here. Like just going down that road and actually um, traveling that same road that I traveled as a teenager, y'all. That was just so just so therapeutic to me. And y'all gonna hear me say this one word over and over again, full. And because I feel full, I felt full after after this trip. I felt full um, after driving that road to Princeville. Um, in honor of the uh, homecoming, there is a trailer when you drive into the town that just says Princeville 1865 on it. Um, in 1865, um, is when the town was actually founded as Freedom Hall, 1885, is when it was actually incorporated. And I want to make sure I'm saying it right, because I don't want to um, get anything wrong <laughs> when it comes to um, talking about um, my venture. So, of course, you know, I took pictures. Yeah, no, I'm right. So the, the trailer says Princeville 1885, which is the year it was incorporated, not 1865. So it was incorporated in 1885, and the trailer is absolutely beautiful. Um, I will be uploading the blog to go along with this podcast um, so you guys can see the pictures um, and you guys can actually um, read and uh, not just hear it in my crackly voice this morning. And forgive me, I will say it is 6.36 in the morning on Wednesday, March 23rd. Um, I just felt motivated to get up and do this podcast. So excuse the very white. <laughs> so after I 
left Princeville, I went back to my mom's house and my mom and I just sat and, and we talked and, you know, I, I asked her, you know, how were you as a kid? How was it growing up? Um, and we had a great conversation. We had an amazing conversation. Um, and I'm not going to share the details of that conversation because that was between my mom and I. Nonetheless, I'm glad that we both are in a position in our journey where we could mutually sit and share with each other. She could tell me things um, and I could receive those things and I can tell her things and she could perceive it. And I think what we fail to understand in our journey, um, we, we get to a point in our journey where we wanna have these huge conversations with our moms and our loved ones and our exes and our kids and our fathers and our brothers. But we have to understand and be respectful and extend grace and compassion um, that they might not be in the same space of their journey. Um, eight, nine years ago, had I gone to my mom to have this conversation, it would not have gone the way it went this past weekend, number one, because of where I am in my journey, and number two, where my mom is in her journey. We all have to understand that our parents didn't come to this earth as parents. They had a journey, and their journey had bumps in a road, just like our journey had bumps in a road. And just like we have to get to a point in our life of healing and recognizing and, and, and straightening out those bumps, they have to do the same thing. They're human and we have to extend that grace to them. So my mom and I were able to sit and talk and I was able to get from her that math and music were her favorite classes. My mom used to play the piano. My mom used to paint. I remember my mom used to get on the floor with us and color and draw. And so my mom was always very artistic. My mom also explained to me why she hates wearing the color red. She don't hate the color red, y'all, because her kitchen is candy apple red. It's a conversation for another day. Um, but it was just a great time to just sit and just talk and just be vulnerable and be open with her. Um, and it did get emotional and she's like, don't cry. don't." And I'm like, I'm not crying because I'm hurt or upset. I'm crying because I'm full with joy and I'm full with emotion that you and I can get to this place where we can share this moment. And so the highlight of my trip was actually Sunday. Um, in the search of not only who I am, but not whose I am, but who I am and where I belong and where I come from, I researched my family tree starting about two years ago um, and discovered that the man that my mom would call Uncle Charles was actually not her uncle, but actually her great-great-grandfather. And I was able to trace his birth back to um, Chowan, North Carolina, which is where the uh, Choanoke Indian tribe um, originated. And so in tracing his origin back there, I looked up how far Chowan was from my mom's house. It was less than an hour drive. I told my mom that I wanted to go and I asked her if she would go with me. And she said, absolutely, because I know how much this means to you. Y'all, <laughs> that made me feel so good to know that my mom understands my journey and how important it is for me to go back to the place that I trace her great-great-grandfather to. Her great, was that? No, yeah, her great, yeah, her great-grandfather. So that's my great-great-grandfather. Um, and so she agreed to go. 
So Sunday morning, after I finished my Unity Church with Pastor L, um, my mom and I got showered, we got dressed, we hit the road, um, and we drove 50-something miles um, to the inner banks of North Carolina, over the bridge, over the Albemarle Sound, into Edenton, which is Chowan County, um, down Main Street, past the Chowan County Courthouse, which is the oldest operating courthouse in the state of North Carolina. The oldest operating courthouse in the state of North Carolina, y'all. We drove down Main Street, boom, right into um, the inlet. And just getting out and walking around and just inhaling and just taking it all in visually and emotionally full that word again. Um, my mom sat on the bench, which was fine. She sat on the bench and she just looked around and she said, go take your pictures and do all your stuff that you need to do. I, I sit right here. Um, and y'all, it just felt so good. It just felt so good to go back to a place where her, her great-grandfather was born there in 1864. 1864, my great-great-grandfather was born there. In, in 1890, he married my great-great-grandmother. There, in that courthouse, that same courthouse that I walked past, that same courthouse that I walked past is where they got their marriage license. Y'all, do y'all not understand how full I felt this weekend just knowing that, just knowing that the land that I was standing on in 1864, my great-great-grandfather was born in. If you have not started the search or if you know where your family originated and it's somewhere that you can get to with ease, I urge you to go there. Go and just 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 take it all in and see what the connection is and feel it. Take your shoes off. Ground yourself. Take plenty of pictures. Go to um, the visitor centers. Um, unfortunately, when I went there, which was Sunday, the visitor center was closed. And um, because I left on Monday, the visitor center, um, by the time I left, they, they, I think they had just opened, but I was going the opposite direction. But while I was out um, at the at the inlet, you know, there was there were artifacts there. Um, there is a stop on the Underground Railroad there, which was marked for um, Harriet Jacobs. And I don't know if you all know who Harriet Jacobs was, but she was a for, she was a slave who escaped from Edenton by boat in 1842. 1842. She wrote a book about it. She wrote a book, and it's called. Um, Incidents in Life in the Life of a Slave Girl, written by herself. This book was published in 1861. I'm pretty sure that we can go on Amazon or we can go on Audible and download this book. But again, history. And what this trip showed me is I don't just come from North Carolina. I come from history within North Carolina. I come from a group of resilient people. Um, I come from a long lineage of people um, who are powerful. Um, I come from a long line of people who carry purpose. And how dare I sit on this purpose and not share it. Um, so this, this journey was therapeutic for me 
in so many ways, in so many ways. So I urge you guys, if you have not started tracing your family tree, you can go on any website, just Google um, how to trace your ancestry and you will be able to pull it up. They have free um, memberships. They are, um, of course, paid memberships if you want the full spread of things. Um, I was able to pull up my grandfather's and my grandmother's marriage certificate. Um, Y'all, just this trip was so good for me. This trip was so good for me. Um, I was supposed to go and take care of my mom and ended up taking care of myself. And I didn't even realize I needed the care. Isn't that how God works? Um, and then also this past weekend on the 19th was supposed to be the first um, day of my virtual retreat, which of course I had to reschedule uh, to go and take care of my mom. But this was like a retreat for me, right? I was able to have in-depth conversations and discover more things about myself and, and have conversations with God and have conversations with my ancestors and spend time with self and reflect. That's what this weekend was about. It, it, it wasn't about my mom. It wasn't about um, a retreat to help other women. It was about me and my energized refresh. That's this week's podcast episode. You guys, thank you so much for the support of those who have purchased the um, Beauty From Ashes Affirmation Deck. Please be sure to go online and place your order. Um, I have been getting amazing feedback, so thank you everybody who has purchased it. Also, um, it is springtime, 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 which means, ladies, we are spring cleaning. Um, if you are spring cleaning and you come across some purses or those cheap little pouches we get from the makeup counter or the perfume counter at the department store, don't throw those away. Um, I want you to stay tuned to my social media pages because I'm going to have something by the end of the week uh, for you to do with those things. We are not going to throw those away. We are going to um, donate those items. We are going to um, enrich the lives of women um, and young girls who um, don't have the ability to do certain things for themselves. We're going to help them out. Um, and this is going to be an outreach effort um, in conjunction with uh, Unity Church. Um, so yeah, don't throw them away. Just put them to the side and hold on for me to the end of the week. Um, and I'll tell you what we are going to do with them. Um, the website, go over to the website. Um, there's still um, uh, apparel on the website. I need to update it now that the seasons have changed. I need to take the sweatshirts off and put t-shirts on. So that's going to be coming in the next few weeks. Um, and then I'm going to restart the book club, y'all. The book club is coming back. Um, I have thought and prayed about this and the book club is coming back. Um, I just needed to clear some space in my life and on my plate for it. And so I didn't overwhelm myself. Um, but the book club is definitely coming back. Um, if you guys need encouragement, um, support, um, until the next podcast episode, you all know where to find me, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under at Latreya, the life coach. You all be blessed. Have an amazing rest of your week. Today is hump day. Um, I wish you guys nothing but love. Um, you all be blessed. Thank you for the support and I'll talk to you later. Bye.